People like games. What up, folks? It's Reggie with People Like Games, and it's good to be back, bringing you the history of some of our favorite games. So to kick off my return, today's episode is going to be about one of the most important games of all time and the last game released in the Elder Scrolls series. So let's get right into it with the Elder Scrolls Skyrim. As you know, the story can't be told without taking a step back to see where Bethesda came from to give a little context. Bethesda was founded in 1986 by Chris Weaver. The company initially worked exclusively on sports games for its first six years in existence. And if you didn't know, they actually were the creators of Wayne Gretzky Hockey in 1994. Interestingly enough, crediting them with creating the first ever sports simulation physics engine for gaming. The company would also work on a few random games, but it was in 1994 that Elder Scrolls would find its beginnings. Initially titled Arena, it was released in that year and created the world of Tamriel, which is where all of the Elder Scrolls games would take place. The second title in the series would come out in 1996, titled Elder Scrolls Daggerfall. It was during the development of this game where the team came up with the idea of making Morrowind, the first in the 2000s Elder Scrolls titles that would each be considered among the greatest games of all time. But knowing the type of game they wanted to create wasn't feasible based on existing technology, they decided to shelf it and develop random games for now. Then a year later, they decided to come back to the idea and create a grand classic open world game set in a medieval world. They don't have long development cycles, which we'll get to later, but it was during these years that Bethesda would set themselves on a run that would end up having its parent company purchased by Microsoft for $14 billion. But the release of Morrowind in 2002 would be an instant success. Then the team got to work on its next title, the sequel and fourth title in the Elder Scrolls series, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. It was after the release of Oblivion that the team had the concept they wanted to make for Skyrim, but first they would have to finish Fallout 3. Bethesda had a tricky development cycle because in the year after Oblivion, they acquired the makers of the Fallout series and worked on Fallout 3, releasing it in between. A lot of lessons they learned in that process would find their way into Skyrim as well. Now, onto the making of Skyrim. At Dice Vegas a few years back, Todd Howard, lead Elder Scrolls developer, gave a talk where he shared the approach of Bethesda to its games, including the focus of the studio during the development process of its previous titles, in addition to what they were trying to do with Skyrim in the future. According to Todd, Arena was about delivering a large world. Daggerfall was about developing character. Morrowind focused on realism. Oblivion sought to push the boundaries of AI. And Skyrim was about tying all of those together to create a more believable world. This meant the focus of the game was to define the experience for the player, not just to draw a list of features. The game is about being who you want to be and doing what you want to do. In terms of the visuals, the iconography of the game was defined and chosen early as a way to give a feeling throughout the development that the team could focus their effort around. Firstly, the game's target experience needs to be defined. In Skyrim, this was to reward the player for exploration. Second, keep it simple. Todd Howard said they knew they could do anything. As to the actual functioning of the game, when developing Skyrim, it was assumed the game would be developed on the same engine as Oblivion, Gamebryo. However, this engine just couldn't support what the developers wanted in terms of scale. So instead, they began to develop a new engine. This would eventually become the creation engine, which is still being used by Bethesda today. Features of this engine include better animations, better AI, radiant quests, and a new foliage rendering system instead of speed tree, as used in Gamebryo. Bethesda made sure to focus on dungeons in the game, and for the first time, 
even hired level designers to improve on the redundancy of Oblivion, a focus that led to almost 400 uniquely designed locations. In addition, to continue scaling, Bethesda understood the frustrations of the previous game with regards to voice acting redundancy. The cast of voice actors for Oblivion totaled 12 people, while the number for Skyrim was almost 70, including Academy Award winner Christopher Plummer. Funny enough, one of the features that most folks remember fondly and loved about the game was the feeling of the towns being dynamic and alive, sort of their own almost alive corner of this world. This was actually inspired by Assassin's Creed. This feature is the ability to just take a break from all the epic narratives and chill in a town. Todd Howard described his love of simply sitting on a bench in Assassin's Creed and watching the world go by. As a result, he wanted something similar in Skyrim, which gave birth to the ability to chop wood or go in an inn and just relax. And lastly, we come to dual wielding in-game. When you think of iconic dual wielding of weaponry in games, what are some games that come to mind? Two that immediately come to mind for me are Halo 2 and Skyrim. While the idea of dual wielding weapons in first person RPGs was pretty new when Skyrim pulled it off, it nearly didn't happen at all. According to designers, the feature wasn't in the game for much of development and was only added after designers argued that it was an important aesthetic choice for the game. This was based on early character sketches, which were a guide to the world's flavor. And this is all not to mention the mod community that's kept the game alive for the past 10 years. But that deserves a video in and of itself. The game released on November 11th, 2011 to massively popular critical and fan reception. Even at this point, the game is considered one of the best games ever made. The game has seen endless ports and special editions, but Skyrim still stands as the last game to be released by Bethesda in the Elder Scrolls series. Elder Scrolls 6 is in development. However, Bethesda is gearing up to launch their first new series since the creation of Elder Scrolls with Starfield, which looks dope as hell. However, that's all I've got today, folks. Thanks again for listening. Like, share, subscribe, all that YouTuber stuff. And it's good to be back. See you next time. Peace.